Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Yeah, baby, just when you thought disco was dead, we're bringing it back, and we're bringing it back in style because it's me, Engineer Jim here, and it's time to boogie on SNUFF 88.8 Snuff FM, (laughs) where we give you all the disco hits till you can't take any more. That last one, Nose Candy Dance Floor, was by Lady Coco in the White Powder Express. Yeah, that gets my motor running, baby. That's right. And then we got two geed up dynamic cats that are ready and always off the rails. It's the Snap Brothers, Jay and Dan. So turn that beat around and take that hot mama next to you across your knee. That's right, because it's me, Engineer Jim, and I'm raging and caging. I'm about to blow up here on 88.8 Snuff FM. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. It's magical. It's so entertaining. We're already 12 beers deep. Wow. Bill Burr was on our set this week. Here's how we were described by our co-worker. Jay and Dan, the tall, goofy guy, and I'm the little old guy. The tall guy who looks like a gumshoe from the 1940s. <laughs> that guy, yeah, yeah, okay. Fox Sports Live, the tall, goofy guy, and the little old guy. Just read the highlights, will you? Old man toolsy. <laughs> Sean Merriman, yes! Which one of my Instagram polls are going to be on the show? We have discovered Sean's Instagram. It's changed my life. It's changed my, <laughs> my whole life. You mentioned Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, we have to talk about this guy. He's got now, what, six kids? I think he's working on 17. I think he just jumped. <laughs> he has some special powers that he could just yeah. make that jump. Semen. Potent wow. semen. Yeah. Wow. wow! You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Dan. We're almost there. It's episode 96, the Pavel Burry episode. Uh, I was uh, at the GM place in Vancouver last time he scored uh, 50 for the Canucks. Uh, I looked it up. That was 97, 98. Um, I, I was in the uh, the Molson suite with my brother, Sean. The game ended. And he's like, uh, hey, guys. We already paid for all this beer. Fill your pockets. So we went out and we left the GM place with like eight beers each in our pants. Can't I please tell me it was cans. They were cans. They were cans of beer. He's like, I already paid for it. We're taking it. Lifted a few too many. You couldn't have found a, 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 a 
like a two four box, a flat box. Well, you aren't supposed to be cake- taking it out. Yeah, but you'd be. Oh, it's not conspicuous at all. You got <laughs> beers down your pants and in your cargo shorts. Accidentally, <laughs> at that time, I was probably wearing cargo shorts. No, I wouldn't have worn. I never wore cargos. If you just walk out with confidence with a flat of beer, no, no one will say anything to you. No, nah, they would have said, "Get out of here! Give it back to us." <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who would have said that? Dan O'Toole here. Security. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the game when they're like, f*** off, I don't care. I'm out of here. Game's over. Every time I hear the Library Voices song, I'm amazed that they wrote that for us and performed it. They're awesome. And I got to tell you, I'm so glad you bring this up, Dan. The album they put out last fall, Love-ish. If you haven't heard it, I gave it another spin last week. It's so good. They're such a great band. So uh, check them out. And I believe they're doing a cross-Canada tour later this year. So check their website. Go see them. They're great. I love it. Uh, If you're keeping track of attendance in 2016 for the podcast, perfect attendance again. Congratulations, everyone. Great job, everybody. Big hand. This is exciting to have the whole team back together. Yeah, Patrick sent an actual email before the podcast. We've never seen that. Yeah, Pat, what was was that all about? Like, is this the new you? I'm, I, there's always three or four times throughout the podcast where everybody's like, well, and I don't know to expect things that are coming. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to avoid that in 2016 and have somewhat of an idea what's going to be on the podcast. Those usually are in an email that's sent out before the podcast. Never know what's coming. The Pat Muldowney story. <laughs> well, I will say, what time does that email <laughs> normally go out? Not- About an hour before we start. <laughs> and I have to drive here from Playa, so I'm never, I'm always driving or, you know, on my way over here. At Whenever what point, the email, then you open the email when you get here. Oh, at what point, right Pat, there. Pat, Pat at, what, like, yes, at what point will Pat just reach over and slug Mike right now? <laughs> I think we got an issue here, so maybe send the email two hours before. Okay, two hours. That, that's a good window. There we go. That would change everything. That, really? Yeah. Look at that. That's a game changer. We could be like UN negotiators. Yeah, yeah you know, that's true. We could mediate, uh, you know, we could mediate contracts uh, in the National Hockey League. Between so we'd be players. agents. We'd no, be no, a- no. We'd be arbitrators. Uh, we'd just be like the the peacemakers. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you go to salary arbitration, and then the general manager trashes the player that he wants to sign for less. We'd be the mediators. A big guest today. Uh, this is a first. We've never had a guest on that just won a title. Dominic Cruz is coming on the new bantamweight champ. Mm-hmm. He won it on Sunday in Boston, and he will be sitting in this chair today. And he's such a great guy. He's been working for FS1 as a UFC analyst for a long time. This big four-year comeback, he's, he, it's just phenomenal what happened. And the ratings Sunday night on FS1, off the charts, highest-rated cable channel in America Sunday We're a night. real network. Hey, guess what? We've got some shit you might want to watch. It's not our show, but it's other things. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up Jay and Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'll make Jay and Dan happy. It was a great weekend of spurts watching, though. Oh, my God. All those, all those football matches. Except I, for, I, I'm sorry, Pat, about your Steelers. but And your Seahawks. Yeah, it was garbage. I missed the Seahawks game because little Rubio tool turned five. Yeah. Got her so, ears pierced. Yeah, got her ears pierced. It's, it's the most... Well, how would you describe the video? I took video of her getting your ears She's adorable. But she's it's, so brave. It's heartbreaking. She's so brave. She's like sitting there with that look on her face, like what's about to happen? And then it happens. You can see uh, on her face, she's like, I can't cry. I can't do it. Too many people are looking at me, counting on me to keep it together here. I'll just deal with the pain and continue on. 
That's Dan's daughter. That's exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> and then I've discussed this with you. So we were in North Oshawa at the uh, the Superstore. <laughs> That's where we had the I, birthday party. You know, it's going to be a great story when it starts out. We were in North Oshawa at the Superstore. Hats off to the the two women running the thing there. Great job. So they've got all these like four or five year old kids, like sixteen of them, perfectly behaved. All of them were great. But they've got to keep them entertained for two hours, so they make pizzas. The pizzas were disgusting because a five-year-old does not know how to make a pizza. It's like all doughy and undercooked. Ruby put like eight pounds of salami on hers. Oh, were you that kid, Dad? I'd like extra salami. No, not quite enough. And then they go to make cupcakes so that the the kids get to use the the icing for the cupcakes. Uh, And then they just go nuts. Oh, yeah. Just putting it into their mouths like. Delicious. So, uh, can we get another shot of me doing that? (laughs) Jay and I are going to come up with a a birthday place. I was at a party like that this weekend. (laughs) 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 Wow! It was uh, awesome. Sounds awesome. <laughs> it was great. Sounds fun. So yeah. we're going to partner together, open yeah. a birthday place, because I think there's like three options in North Oshawa, and every house up there has a kid in it. So it's everyone like Chuck, has a birthday. There's a Chuck E. Cheese, the Superstore, and then just some guy's basement, <laughs> some pedophile's basement. Like, yeah, yeah, come have a party in my basement. So we're going to have Jay and Dan's birthday adventure land. Love it. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> You're sure a cute kid. Come on, it'll be fun. Come on, it'll be fun would be a good name for our birthday place. <laughs> Come, Come on, it'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. Right on the 401. Don't slow down. We have a, a professional <laughs> photographer in the corner. <laughs> I'll kill your dog. Oh, my God. We'll uh, find a homeless man dressed up as a clown. Hi. <laughs> Can we get one of the girls from Jumbo's clown room and, dressed as a clown? And then just a... Uh, uh, a uh, fold-up table in the middle of the room. There's your party That's place. That's it. You just get around the table, and we'll just give you a bunch of salami. <laughs> just a hundred slices of salami. Do with it what you will. So, photographer, a homeless clown, and all-you-can-eat salami. <laughs> Come on. It'll be fun. Come on. It'll be fun. I think we've got a gold mine. I think that we're... We're going to be booked up till the 2018. And our overhead, we're paying like nothing. Mm-hmm. Where is it? It's just in the middle of nowhere? Oh, there's lots of vacant places in Oshawa. <laughs> Pretty much all of downtown. <laughs> it's all of downtown is vacant and available for us in the Schwab. So if you want to book your next birthday party at Jay and Dan's Birthday Adventureland, or whatever the hell I called it, uh, contact us. Yeah, uh, it'll be JayandDan.com. Yeah, it'll be we can get that place up and ready to run in a day. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> How fun would that be, though? Being business owners, the only thing taking you... parents' money. Oh yeah, and they they're willing to spend. Well, they got to find a place to go. It's like they you don't said. want those heads in their house. No, they got to figure out a place to go. <laughs> and the the other great thing about it is, like, how long do kids' birthday parties last? Like two hours. Two hours. You're in and out. You got to be in and out of there. So you could book if we're open for eight hours. Boom, four parties. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I want to have it like. Uh... Completely waterproof. So, oh, wait, it down. No, right. that's for a nighttime parties. <laughs> because when the kids leave, high pressure sprayer. Yeah, hose it down. Clean. So just all concrete interior, <laughs> right? And then you just hose it down. It's a great idea. All concrete. 
And then if the kids and, are running around, it's concussions. And you'd probably want to hose down the clown between each one, too. So you <laughs> stand against the wall. <laughs> Shut up, Mom! <laughs> Maybe, uh, who could we find to be a good clown? Hey, babe, you want to go out? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, so uh, looks like we just got to uh, uh, find some uh, vacant room or uh, open it up next to Vag Wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I tell a very quick story, Dan, that you'll like uh, over the weekend? Yeah, I, I got an email. Ooh, um, actually, from Patrick? Text, no, it was a text from a, a, an employee here at Fox and FS1. Whoa, scandalous. Yeah, a text. OK, this person has been working at Fox for about two years and the text says, Hey, did you notice O'Toole looks like that lawyer from Making a Murderer? And I text this person back mm -hmm. and say, I think you mean me. Everyone thinks I look like that lawyer from Making a Murderer. And the person texts me back and says, no, no, I mean O'Toole. And then sends me the picture of the lawyer who obviously looks like me. So at this point, I realize... This person who's been working at Fox for two years on air doesn't know which of us is Jay and which of us is Dan and thinks that as I've been texting this person for the last two years, the whole time has thought that they were texting you. Hi! Hi! <laughs> so then two hours goes by. Oh, boy. And this person texts me again and says, oh, wait, I mean you. <laughs> and then says, I had your numbers mixed up in my phone. Okay. Still doesn't make sense. No, so, that's fair. So then I no, that's not no, fair. No, if they say a, no, pic, they thought, a picture, they looks thought like they were Dan, texting me. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Exactly, they okay. thought they were texting you, and they were they were joking about the fact that I. Can you tell like us who it was? No, I don't want to embarrass. Them yeah, but wait, if they said the picture looks like Dan, it doesn't no. matter who they're texting. Can no, you write it because, down? And because, I won't say it. But I'll say if it makes sense or not, if it's this person. Okay. I think it is. So, no, but no, if they but, were saying but, it was O'Toole, then they know they're not texting Dan. No, they thought, for clearly, they thought that Dan O'Toole was me. Right. Right? In the face. Yeah. In yeah. the face area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see who it is here. I think Dan's going to enjoy this. Oh, I don't have her number. Exactly. Oh. And then you gave away the gender. Oh, their number. <laughs> their number. <laughs> They'll never guess. Nice no, save. exactly. They're not listening to this. No, and it, it's nothing offensive was said. And then, two hours later, I get, been drinking all day, sorry. And I give up. And then two hours after that, I get, what's your shoe size? <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> and what's O'Toole's shoe size? I, now that she knows which of us is which. Did you give him my shoe size? No. Okay. no. I was done with her at that point. So long, my time here is up. Sounds like a great text combo. Yeah. I really appreciate everyone telling me I look like that Netflix lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wall of Fame. Sandra O oh, from Nepean, Ontario. Nepean. I lived there when I went to Algonquin College. I lived on Henry Farm Drive. Maybe you uh, lived next to Sandra O. Oh. Maybe. I have no idea. I live next to a uh, a, bli a blinds to go and a Burger King. You lived in a strip mall? No, it was next to it. It was around the corner. Burger King. Whopper. What a burger. Go back and visit the Whopper. Burger King, you're welcome <laughs> for the plug. Go. Burger King, not 
not really a, a thing here in LA anymore. Would you say that, Jim? In and out kills it. Yeah, in and out's the way to go. But and like there's Carl's Juniors <clears throat> and there's Jack in the Boxes. Yeah. I don't see many Burger Kings. But but I agree with Dan. The Whopper is a Stella burger. They microwave a good burger at the Burger King. Yeah. I can't believe I get to if, eat like this every you're day. You're hammered out of your mind. Yeah. But that's work. pretty much any burger, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in and out it rules the burger landscape here in Los Angeles. Yeah, and unless you burger. go for, like, the poser burgers, you know, the... Right. You know. The umami burgers. Yeah, those, are those are good. Those are great. Oh, no, I love, awesome. I love yep. umami yep. burgers. Tasty burger. And Hot. while we're on the, uh, the Wall of patty. Fame... Uh, Iron Mike Sharp. We have to give our condolences. Oh, yeah. He uh, he's one of the members of the Wall of Fame, and he passed away this week. And I can't right find behind you. Where is he? Turn Look for the chest. Turn to the right. chest. Oh, there he is. Ah, missed yeah. that guy. Yeah, Canada's greatest athlete. Ah, that's what. Did ah. they say like where uh, where where was he living when he? passed away it was not sure just in a, in a but uh, thank you everyone sent us messages saying uh heads up on that so mm -hmm. thanks for that and uh rest in peace iron mike sharp maybe we could get sandro on the show chat about her career and her he's time in on uh, hamilton gray's anatomy is this the gray's anatomy theme song how did you know that patrick Googled Grey's Anatomy song. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy's done though, right? No, it's still going, right? Yeah, I think it's still oh, on. Oh, big time. Still She's going. not on the show anymore. No, she left. Up. Everyone's so left except for Grey. If it's a doctor show, it's guaranteed to last 10 years. It's, that not house? it's not even that, Dan. It's the fact that what would they replace it with that would get bigger ratings than that? So they'll just keep, let it go forever. You know what I mean? Like forever, literally. Like hey, I just thought of a show. Oh, Is it something to do with our birthday place that's going to get us sued? A behind the scenes of us starting it. That, reality. So like a reality show. But a real reality. Nothing scripted. What if it's like... <laughs> making a dream. That's Making a dream. <laughs> That's a terrible... <laughs> making a dream. That'll take Grey's Anatomy out. Yeah, look how Grey's Anatomy... We'd like to renew you one more year, but this hot reality show about an Oshawa birthday venue... <laughs> Making a Dream, starring Jane Dan. But imagine the clown Taking audition. The clown auditions alone could be three episodes. Yeah, the clown auditions would be good. <laughs> Speaking of clowns, uh, Zach Galifianakis was on Jimmy Kimmel last night promoting his new FX show, Baskets. And he's lost a lot of weight. He has lost a lot of weight. It looks kind of intriguing, actually. And he's a clown in that. He, Yeah, he's, he's a former rodeo clown who's... I don't know. Just goes around and does dumb Okay. Shit. Goes to birthday parties in Oshawa. Um, let's uh, let's squeeze in a uh, six degrees of engineer Jim before yes! our guest gets in here because uh, we've got to run to set after uh, Dom leaves. Jim, are you going to Vegas for these G and R show pre Coachella shows? I may be there. Oh yeah. my God! Uh, again, our uh, esteemed. Engineer, Engineer Jim, he's worked with uh, the best in the business, so we try to find a correlation, a six-degree separation between him and artists suggested by you, the first artist. We've never had Aerosmith before? Never had Aerosmith. Nope. I thought we had. From Mike Lavens, Engineer Jim. Mike Labia. Aerosmith. Yes. Yeah. Um... Last year for our uh, NFL Christmas 
uh, open for the NFL show, yep. uh, Joe Perry released a Christmas album, and I worked on the uh, song Run Run Rudolph for Fox here for the open. There you go. So, that's, a, uh, that's a direct correlation. Direct correlation. And, you know, uh, a bunch of others. <clears throat> My band, when I was in high school, uh, we were opening for various bands in the New England area, and one of the bands kind of made it, and they were actually touring with Aerosmith's PA system. So we got to play a concert <laughs> through Aerosmith's PA system. So, like, they rented it from rink. them? Yeah. Oh, yes. Very cool. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always I don't forget know. Aerosmith's like a Boston band. Yeah. It was awesome. And supposedly, one of their first gigs was at my high school. It was way before my time. Wow. But uh, my my older brother remembers them playing there. Yeah. Wait, they, quickly. That band, that, those guys did a lot of drugs. Yeah. Bands buy, they don't rent those systems, they buy them? Back then, they had, you know, this is in the 70s. They right. they had their own system that they used to drag around and they rented out to other people. Right. Now, nobody, except for maybe the Grateful Dead, and even then, the Dead, they, uh, they kind of have a hybrid system that they design that's kind of theirs but not they right might. and perfect timing and our guest is here dominic cruz and he's right. got the belt come on in get in here get in here come sit right here wow nice congratulations there you go so throw awesome. that on yep can can i touch this oh, <laughs> holy <laughs> dude that's so wild wow. We're so freaking oh proud God. of you. Feel that is awesome. Have, have you felt the love here at Fox? More than anywhere. Right? Yeah, because everyone, you know, the here. thing, the thing is, this is wild, man. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, my God. This is so freaking wild. I have felt the love here, though. Especially you guys. You guys always got so much dang energy. How much coffee do you drink a day? It's we drink these, right? the yerba mates. This yerba mates. Dom, you got to get into this stuff. The ad placement in this discussion is incredible. I, <laughs> if we wish. I know. We sorry. wish. No, sir, because he, he's with the... He's with uh, another company. So, okay, so, oh, so, so I kind of threw him under the bus there. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They don't give us any here. money at hey, all. Hey, man, did you cut your hair? I did. You look like that CNN, CNN guy. With the real Anderson, Anderson Cooper? Cooper? I think. Have all right. Got the Anderson Andy Cooper going Cooper. on. Yeah. We even got the sit down and everything. Yeah. Thank you very much. Man, Do you think Dan good. looks like a hipster now, Dom? Uh, he needs more of a beard. Yeah, I hate he hipsters. Needs a beard. If he, he had a beard, he could do it, though. He really hates it. great to see you. We've missed you. You know what? I'm not going to lie. To be a hipster, you do need to rough those boots up a little, though. Yeah. That too. But. Now, they wear like cowboy boots. Yeah, but I mean, the hipsters got those boots that look like they dug a hole and then they're brand new, actually. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> they, they go for the, I paid a That's lot of so money true. for these clothes, but I look homeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's a but, weird thing. But like, honestly, after you won the belt on Sunday... That's all everyone was talking about was you because everyone like you're like part of the family and so it's like so exciting for us. It was the same with with Daniel Cormier. Like when he won the belt, it was like it was like our guy won the belt. Like it's so it's so exciting. So it must be amazing to come back. It's like doing a victory lap here you, now. You know it is. It's just like that. I mean, especially I wasn't invited into this show until I won a belt. So now that I won a belt, <laughs> here I am with you guys. You know, go figure. So I feel the love. Sorry. But Sorry. when DC won, though, I kind of felt like I was like. 
just so pumped for him because I knew him on a personal level. We worked together. And then I get to see him do something different and win in that. It's just nice when you can be a part of somebody's life when they're actually doing things and winning. You yes. Know? It's, it's just nice to be a part of that. It doesn't matter who you are. And the journey you took to get there on Sunday night, did it finally hit you? Did it hit you in the octagon? Did it hit you in your hotel room after? When did it hit you saying like, holy I did it. It's funny you say that because honestly, it didn't hit me until I got back to the hotel room. And it, it really can't hit you until you can kind of be alone. Yeah. Like every when there's a lot of stuff going on, you're still kind of in adrenaline mode. Like I couldn't sleep until like eight in the morning the next day. Like I just couldn't sleep. You're just it's a craziest come down from something like that that I can't even explain. But it hit me a little bit and I got a little tears in my eyes that I couldn't believe it actually like it doesn't really hit you until you realize you have the day off. You know, like I get tomorrow off. You don't have to train. I don't have, I don't have to get up and run sprints. I don't have to get up and get punched in the face. I don't have six guys that hate me with a bounty on my head that want to kill me to try to prove they're better than the champion. Mm-hmm. I get to just wake up in the morning whatever time I want. If I want coffee, I can have it, but I don't need it to get through a workout. And uh, it's just good. Have as much water as I want. Eat as much salt as I want. Yeah. Have as much cake as I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, that's when it hits you is when you're just kind of free for a few days. It's all about the cake. <laughs> the the ask, lead in. Ask Daniel, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, Daniel, it's, he's so sweet, you know, but the, you know when he's not training, it's like he's eating a lot. Oh, there's no question. He's I mean, scarfing we've a lot got, of food. I'm sure that uh, <laughs> they've got two different sets of closets for his suit wear. You know what I mean? He's got, okay, in camp, Daniel Cormier right. sizes. Right. And then out of camp, Daniel Cormier sizes. No question. And, Dom, the ratings came out. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You must... Did you see those? Hands go up in the air. Yeah. You're the, just, you know, you're the, you're the savior awesome. of this network. You're carrying all of us <laughs> at this <laughs> point. It's I'll, true. I mean, I'll take that. Okay. You know, I'll take that. But no, you, I, ne- I needed it. I needed it. I've been out so long. Yeah. I needed to do that. I needed to, to you know, make a splash uh, and, and show people that I'm here and I wasn't going anywhere. But you pumped it up so well in the trash talk before when you guys were sitting uh, with uh, John Anik. And... TJ just had nothing to come back with. You were just like, okay, give me give me some points. You say you're going to beat me, but how? I This is the thing. Everybody made me out to be some kind of trash-talking bad guy in that, but he didn't take any of the opportunity to do it to me that I gave him. It's like The way it came across is that he just had nothing in That's his what head. I tried to explain to him, <laughs> and that's what I tried to explain to everybody else. You know, like you either – if I punch him in the face in the fight, he wanted to punch me back, right? And right. He had an answer. Well – if you ask him an intelligent question, there's no intelligent answer. What you're saying is he's not going to be working with us at FS1 anytime soon. Uh, I don't think anybody from that Alpha Male crew has that opportunity. <laughs> or, or I don't even think they could really sit above the desk, most of them, especially Faber. And then you fi- you finish the fight. This is the most amazing thing to me. You finish this grueling five-round fight, and you guys are both incredible. And then you get on set and analyze your own fight. And everyone on Twitter is like, what? Who is this guy? <laughs> what other sport does this happen in? It doesn't. It doesn't happen in any other sport. How did you, did you, even the wherewithal, just to think about what you had just done? Oh, man. It was cool. I thought it was so awesome to be able to do that. Like, to be able to come to my other job. Yeah. After my job. It was and awesome. And do my other job. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and, it, like, that's a, that's a blessing in disguise. I, like you said, not a lot of other sports will you see that ever. Yeah. And, uh. I think that's because the only reason I was able to have that opportunity is, you know, 
people might not agree with me, but this is how I see it because I believe in my higher power is God. But he took me out of this sport to give me new opportunities. If I wouldn't have gotten hurt, I wouldn't have understood this this portion of my life, which is, you know, being on TV, analyzing fights, working with Fox, working with you guys. And you're amazing at analyzing fights. And and that's a blessing. You know, I wouldn't have never I wouldn't have ever known that if I wouldn't have gotten hurt. Right. And so now I can I can do both jobs equally as well. Right. And that's a blessing. And I would have never had that without, you know, being able to see the bright side of things with my injuries. And uh, here I am fighting now and I still get that cherry on top of my life, but I also have a job that I can do and I get to see you guys' handsome mugs on oh, me yeah. every and few weeks. No question the about thing that. About we working are handsome with you now. though, I was explaining to a buddy I was watching the fight with and I said, Here's how Dom is. You would come over to us after you guys taped a segment in the studio, and you'd ask us about our show, saying, like, why did you say this then? Like, you were interested in how we did our show. It's this, like, you're a student of everything that you're involved in. You know, I, I truly believe that if, I mean, you guys are kind of old, so, yeah. like, I got to yeah. take your advice. That's you know true. what I mean? First of all. but We're getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Cohello, our, our talent booker, literally described Dan as the old guy last week. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, old or not, I got to pick your guys' brain. You guys have been in this business a long time. You guys understand it. And you're so fluent and you're just so calm and got energy up there. And it just, it's very, very organic with you guys and the way you guys work together. So I see that and I go, man, these guys have been, they've tricked Fox into keeping them for how long? (laughs) So I got to figure something. I got to figure out what they're doing. You know what I mean? I got to see what these guys are like. I I mean, you guys, I I don't know how X-rated I can get on this show. Oh, you guys go for it. You guys might be doing some some. That was early know. in the career, <laughs> okay. And then you when f- initially hired us, we both <laughs> them. And then, <laughs> and then, God. no, or is that just me? <laughs> that, I, yeah, oh, I well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was you, man, because you got yeah. the red face over here. He's <laughs> licking his lips real weird. <laughs> it's creeping me out. <laughs> but every time he says Stop something, putting I'm, like, on oh, God. I'm like, we're gonna, we're gonna get fired now. That's the one that we get fired. That's over. it. That's the one we and finally get deported. Then for. I send Mike an email after. I'm like, can you beat up that whole section? <laughs> I might do that. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, so now, and you came in with the the walking cast. So. Yeah, it's just a little boot. You yep. Know? You know, it's no hipster boot, but it's a boot. And um, yeah, because you said your foot was in two pieces. Well, this is what it felt like during the time uh, when I have a partial tear in my plantar fascia. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. In English, it's basically a tendon that runs along the arch of your foot that connects to your heel. And it's hard to heal. Yeah, it is. You get it a lot. Football players get a lot, actually, quarterbacks because they plant on that back foot before they fire the football. Right. Um, Runners get it because they're always on their feet. I get it because I do tons and tons and tons of footwork drills to get my movement where I need to be. And because of that, it's just put a wear and tear on my heel. But it'll heal quickly. There's no surgery and there's just limited uh, rehab I got to do. So I'm in a boot just to keep it from moving so I don't got to flex it. And that'll allow the fibers to connect back to the heel. Right. Once the fibers connect in like two or three weeks in this boot... Um, then I do a little bit of rehab. I should be back in no more than six six weeks or so. So t- take nothing. us through the next year, ideally in your mind, who do you want to fight and how often do you want to fight? I want to fight as much as I can. Let me get through this six to eight weeks, right? You know, which is nothing compared to what I've been through. I'm, I'm super ecstatic that I have no injuries after this fight. <clears throat> my body feels great um, other than my foot, and that's just nothing for me, so... After that, I'd like to be able to take the fight that the fans want to see. You know, I mean, I look at the 135-pound division, and it's looking really good. It is. But there's not a lot of guys that 
people are in high demand to want to see. I mean, you look at Conor McGregor and anything he says goes viral, basically. Yep. People want to see that guy, right? Mm-hmm. I can't think of one person near that capability other than Faber, unfortunately. And only Faber because there's a 10-year uh, gap that we have of just not liking each other. Right. And it's real. And, yeah. and he doesn't like me and I don't like him. And we were supposed to fight each other anyways. And he got out of a, out of a butt whooping and ended up taking it from Burrell anyways. So I'd love to come and shut him up. He's never touched this belt. I won't let him. And I'd love to be a part of that two times for him. That would uh, be amazing. As far as TJ's, or would you rather have TJ and Uriah fight first for the right to fight? You, you know, they could do that, but the thing is, I don't think Faber can beat TJ. Whoa. I don't. I don't think he can, but um, I think that TJ, well, he came and threw down with me. He also doesn't spike any kind of wanting, people wanting, like they want to see him fight because he can fight, but. I mean, you try to. I begged that guy to just say five words to me, and he just <laughs> looked, turned away, and said, "I'm not here to talk." And it's like, man, we didn't come in front of the camera to be silent. <laughs> like nobody wants to see you sit here and look I, at the wall. I didn't because come to this interview to talk. <laughs> but that's so much. That's what? such a huge part of it. It's like no, you said with Connor, right? Is, you man. have to sell the sport and sell your division, right? right. And I this mean, is these are exact words from TJ. That, that just disappointed me in him because you're the champion when I was gone. They, they, yeah. You need to do this portion of the game, man. Yeah. This is where the game is. He said, I don't like what Conor McGregor did. He made it so we have to work harder as athletes and talk a bunch of trash in order. That's what people want to see now. Like, man, that's been there the entire time, genius. Yeah, and that's every like, fight. Ali. Yes, right. thank you. Since how long has yes. my, and that's why he's one of my favorites. So your thoughts on McGregor then? I mean, you gotta love what he's doing. Look, look what he's doing. Exactly. Look at what he's doing. It, you can be a hater, or you can just appreciate the gifts of certain people. You know, he's got the gift of gab. The guy likes to talk, um, and he's backed it up. He loves himself more than anybody I've ever known in my than I've ever heard talking there in my entire life. Like he literally has to hug and kiss himself every single night. Well, his quote today was, "I think I'm good with God. I'm good with all the gods because gods respect gods." Point taken. And and you see what I you see what I mean like I most people can't even think to say something so loving to themselves but he wakes up and says it in the morning I'm sure yeah you know pats himself on the back puts his sunglasses on looks at himself in his own glasses and says <laughs> damn you're handsome I could picture it but that's what people want to see because why people want to be able to relate to somebody who can say that about themselves so they can believe it about themselves and not feel bad about it. And he's easy Makes to sense. hate because the people that hate him hate him so much. Yeah, and then, and then you want to so you either hate him to death and you want to see him lose or you love him because he gives you confidence to be confident in yourself. So it's a win-win situation. Then you got certain guys who say I'm not here to talk. I'm here to be a martial artist. And then when they lose, they want to talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, wait a second. Eh, yeah. Something's off here. I yeah. think now you're trying to talk because you want to talk yourself into something. When you had something, you didn't want to put anything on the table to gamble. You got to put something on the table to gamble. And yeah. I, that's I what love people want to see. Connor, when Connor finishes the fight, like when he, when he fought Aldo, he had a ton of respect for him in the ring after the fight was over, which right. is such a classic way to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's be real. We're here yeah. to fight. Yeah, I, I'm not here to like pat you on the back and tell and bow to you and call you a martial artist. I'm here to beat the hell out of you. I'm here to beat the hell out of you. And yep. if you think it's a game, you're in the. I'm not playing with you, man. I'm gonna hurt you. When you think back to your fight, uh, especially Sunday night, do you have a photographic memory of the fight where you can? <laughs> Were just replays in your head or no? <laughs> I mean, you remember like small little bits and chunks of it, 
but really no way. I mean, it's a whirlwind in there, man. And, and to be honest, it's all like uh, reaction mm-hmm. and instinct in there. So I, I didn't remember anything until I got to see it. As awesome as it is, I get to see it on the plane ride home on Fox <laughs> Sports. And I'm yeah. just like, this is a trip. Because yeah. when I, I used to fight, I mean, it, it, Fox wasn't covering the sport when right, I fought. Right, right. It was, I fought on Versus, you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? God, so it's like, garbage. And nobody even knew who I was, and nobody cared <laughs> yeah. that I was fighting the, what is now called the number one pound for pound, pound uh, fighter on the planet. The people I beat to get to where I'm at today, nobody cared about then in the sport. And now you look at my record, and it's like, wow, he's already beaten the best of the best in the sport. And now people see it because I'm here now and the coverage is on the sport. So to be a part of the sport now is like a dream come true because this is what I wanted four years ago, but it just wasn't there. So you're watching the fight on the plane. Are you watching and say, oh, I screwed up there. I screwed up there. Definitely. I mean, you can't help it. That that wasn't the best me. That was the best me for that night. Uh, that was the best me for a year off, uh, three ACL surgeries, a torn groin. But I can absolutely look better. I've looked better in past fights, I think. Uh, I shouldn't have made the fifth round as close as it was, and I'm not going to make excuses. Um, I should have won that round outright. I had the cardio. I had the will. Um, No excuses. Just my my foot. My mobility was down a little because of my foot. But when you say your cardio, you had the cardio, but how how exhausted are you between that fourth and fifth round? You're too mad to be tired. Right. You were Really? I was too angry. To be tired, man. I swear to God I was. I, I just saying, wanted to hurt him. Yeah. They kept saying during the fight that they, they thought you were breathing hard. Were you? Look, Let's look at all my fights. If you do any research, which obviously they didn't, otherwise they wouldn't have said that. Um, I do research before I break down fights. I do research before I do color commentary. So I know what the fighter's capable of and what they do in their habits. Obviously, they didn't see this because I do this every single one of my fights and I never, ever get tired. I take deep breaths. Forgive me for taking a deep breath in the middle of a fight. <laughs> I guess I'm tired, huh? I mean, let's be real here. You got to take a deep breath in. I think that fighters don't do it enough. Take a deep breath. Get all the oxygen into your lungs, and then that dissipates and goes to all the muscles in your body, and that's a reset button for me. That's a rhythm for me. Uh, can uh, we get your thoughts before we get to rapid fire? Do you think Ronda has a shot against Holly if they do a rematch? Absolutely not. No, wow. No, I don't. I think that Ronda is one of the greatest women that ever competed in this sport. But I think Holly Holm's at another level, and she's the evolution of the sport. And I think that Holly Holm has too much footwork and too much striking and too much knowledge of striking and footwork to allow there to be any kind of grappling uh, exchanges in a fight with Ronda Rousey or Misha Tate or anybody else in the division. And that's a problem for for everybody in the division. Isn't it funny how it was a problem before with Ronda? Like and who's going to be Ronda? Now Ronda, it's like who's right. going to beat Holly now? Well, this is the thing: when you see them matched up, you see the difference in levels of of athleticism right. and capability in an actual fight. Ronda's been able to go out and girls underhook her instead of pushing away and creating pummeling effects, like. First thing Holly Holm did was she had a good coach. Uh, they gave her good understanding of what she needed to do, and Ronda went to grab her. Because Ronda got the chance to grab her a couple times, and in every single other fight with Ronda, the girls grab her right back. And that is the last thing you want to do with the black belt in judoka. You, you need to pummel inside, get your elbows in, keep the space, and separate. Force Ronda Rousey to strike. That's all anybody had to do against her, anybody in the sport. Nobody did it once until Holly Holm. Not one time did somebody try to not clinch Ronda Rousey back. So you said, obviously, Misha can't beat Holly. 
I don't see it at all. Could Misha now beat Ronda? I don't think so because <laughs> Misha Tate still grapples. Yeah. She still grapples. She even Misha Tate, uh, when she had a chance to because she has a wrestling background, she had the chance to pummel out of the clinch mm-hmm. of of Ronda and know how she knows how to do it. But she got so emotional, she tried to headlock her. What are you trying to headlock her for? Just separate and make the girl punch. You make Ronda punch, you see what she has and where she's at. She doesn't have an entire lifetime in boxing. She has an entire lifetime in clinching. Mm -hmm. So stop clinching her. Make her box. Regardless of how good you think you are at grappling, what is the point? Why do that? Uh, Rapid Fire is our favorite segment. So great. Where we we send out... uh, uh, a tweet, and then our uh, Twitter followers sending questions for our guests. So this is uh, handled by Mike. And Facebook. Rapid fire. All right, first one's from Matt Morton. Pretty Best. impressive, right? That little intro there. That was clean. Yeah. <laughs> Rapid fire. <laughs> That's the best we can do. Uh, Reminds me of like Gallagher or something. Like an old Gallagher game. We need some watermelons. <laughs> uh, best arena or country to fight in? Oh. Good question. Uh, I love fighting in Vegas, personally speaking. I mean, fight it's, capital of the world. Yeah, it's close. It's home. Everybody shows up. Mm-hmm. Every single friend you has wants to go to Vegas and wants an excuse to go to Vegas, and uh, it's just always crazy right after too. Did you guys party after Sunday night, or was it more? No, that's the th- that's what I'm saying. In Vegas, you you can go out, yeah. but I didn't get even home from from the place until 4 a.m. At 4 a.m., no, you're lucky to have your anybody in your room that wants to high five you at that time you know <laughs> so no it was done by the time and, i got home and if late. they are up at 4 a.m you want nothing to do with them generally speaking <laughs> yeah. yeah especially me after a fight i was just looking at him like really you're still here, here here's an idea <laughs> jim you me and dan we'll all go to jumbo's clown room after the show tonight we'll really are you are you guys' wives going to let you do that? It doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to yeah. hear it on this show. It's no. Fun. no, they're not paying attention to that. <laughs> I don't want to get you guys in trouble, you know. Come on. You guys are older gentlemen. The wives, have you check. The, the, the wives run your lives by this point. Oh, yeah, big time. So, I mean, big time. Let, let's not try to play the tough guy. You'd be no. screwed. Hey, I get one night out a month, and I would I would sacrifice that night. My wife's and, used uh, to it. She's <laughs> used to it. Too. It's, it's, yeah. And my uh, wife and my wife thing is, yeah. So you just got to cook for a few nights, huh? There it is. It's, yeah, it's uh, cooking for a few nights. All right, next all right, question. Yeah, next question. <laughs> this is from Caesar Cruz. Favorite fight movie and why? Hmm. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, uh, fist. Uh, iron man with an iron fist never seen that it's a weird it's a weird movie it's amazing but i like like comics uh if you ever read comics and stuff it's the movie is played like a comic and um it's got a bunch of it's got a pro wrestler in it i can't remember its na- his name and jet lee i believe is in it hmm. uh, and uh it's just a martial arts movie did check you, it out did you like the wrestler did you see the wrestler i yeah i did great and movie. that that was a good movie, a great but fight. that just Oh, it's kind of depressing. depressing. It hurt my soul. Yeah, yeah. very and depressing. And Mickey Rourke, I mean, he still looks kind of like that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. A lot like, worse. I feel like, yeah, that was like... like he, that was the perfect part for him. He, he, it it was. really was. But you th- think about all those guys you grew up watching in the WWF or WWE, so many of them ended up like that, you know, in a 
trailer park it re- you know, with well, nothing. It's right? funny you say that because one of the my first experiences with a guy that reminded me of that timeline that you're talking about, like the wrestler, is when I sparred Don Fry. You guys know who Don Fry is? No. One of the first, you know, all-time veterans of, of the UFC. Amazing guy. I still respect him to this day, but... He scared the crap out of me. I mean, he's 250 pounds, and I was just a kid just getting started, and he's like, let's get over there. We're sparring, and that's how he talks. I mean, he's a scary guy. You got to see. look him up after this. It's insane. We need to get but him on the pod. He ends up, you do. <laughs> yeah. You would hear the most crazy things out of his mouth. He literally goes, we're sparring, then turns around, gets into his bag, throws two Viking in his mouth, starts chewing them. What oh the? My God. And I'm looking at this guy like, this guy's a vet. Like, is this what my future's looking oh, like? Yeah. Like, I don't want to chew Viking. <laughs> like, you know what? Unless I want to do it on yeah. my own time. <laughs> right. Jumbo's clown room. <laughs> but he had to do it to, to spar my little butt. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. to get going. And just, that's his warm up. Like, yeah. no jumping rope, just two Viking and go. Oh, and I was man. like, you know, I need to really move my feet and not get hit a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a, it's like a, hearing uh, Antoine Randall L, who's just like a great wide receiver in the NFL forever, say this week that he wishes he never played football because he can't remember anything. Get out of here! Yeah. He said yeah. that. Yeah, he did. yeah. And did you ask him uh, how much money he has in his account? Well, I yeah, I mean that's the thing though. I think he doesn't care. Doesn't, doesn't care. Doesn't did, have his but, talents. But he right? never had life. to live broke, did he? Well, that's true. So yeah, let's could think be about worse. that. Could be worse. Let's that's think a good about point. That. Could be Mickey Rourke in a trailer park. Mike, next. Yeah, this is from Sucko. What is your favorite go-to meal after a fight? Hey, good question too. Um, it depends on my mood at the time. Usually, I like a donut. But if we're talking about a whole meal, wait, just one donut, and they like, bring it on a like a white. Well, plate? you can't eat that much after you diet, yeah, man. Like I guess a donut so. makes you feel like you ate a feast. Like you're so, so full after that, but. Yeah. Any meal, it would be a carne asada chimichanga with sour cream, red sauce, and guacamole. Oh, my gosh. Very specific. Beans and rice. What do you do right after you weigh in? So good. Um, Well, you... I had like this this coconut. Like first of all, after you weigh in, when you before you weigh in, you have like this huge list of things that you want, and you're staring at them and you're petting them before the weigh. It's like <laughs> literally petting them. Like it's a serious thing. Like licking the cans because yeah. there's the little water droplets on the side, and you're so thirsty. And then after I weighed in, I get this coconut and I chug the coconut, and you're just like it feels like you swallowed a bowling ball. And you're so full that everything goes out of your brain and you just want your stomach to stop hurting. Uh. Maybe you just haven't drank or ate anything in a couple of days and it just goes away. So all I want is water. Like yeah. you are so far beyond hunger because you're uh, how thirsty you are that you just want water and coconut juice. Before you weigh in, how many times that morning or if it takes place in an afternoon, do you step on a scale? You try not to trick yourself. That's actually a trick that you learn as a veteran later is stop weighing yourself because you're going to panic. The less you weigh yourself, the better you're going to be because hmm. the best time to weigh yourself is first thing in the morning when you wake up. Because every time you weigh yourself at night, you have a panic attack because you're heavier than you're going to wake up in mm-hmm. the morning. But then when you wake up in the morning, that's as light as you're going to be. You peed everything out. You, the, you know, your cycle uh, starts all over every single morning before you eat anything. You check your weight. That's your weight. Right. And that's the best time to do it. So that's try not to check too much, anybody who's Good listening. advice for all of us trying to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, one more. This is from Kyle Graves. What sport do you follow most outside of him? Football. Definitely uh-huh. football. I love football. Who's, who's your team? I love football. Right now I'm loving Arizona. I love the Chargers, but they're gone now. Oh, yeah, because you're a San yep. Diego guy. Gosh, man, it's, so, it's talk pretty about sad. This. How devastating is this for you and for everyone well, in San Diego? Well, it's mixed feelings because yeah. San Diego needs champions. 
I'm a champion. I'm in San Diego. <laughs> okay. So they're fine. Yeah. No, like, it's okay. You know, like, we lose the Chargers, we gain a world champion in, in the fastest growing sport in the world. Give, give, give me some love. It's decent. You yeah. know, why not? You, Phil Mickelson, and the Padres. That's all they need. What else do they need? <laughs> Phil Mickelson makes a lot. And Phil Mickelson could pay me. He, <laughs> he makes could. so much money. He has a lot Just of Just for scratch. no reason. That's <laughs> Just to hang out with him. Uh, Dominic, we can't thank you enough for coming in. Yeah, and, this is um, awesome. Bringing the belt in and... Uh, uh, by the way, we have two champions uh, on the Fox roster, both with the same initials, DC. I know. I thought about that. I was like, man, I couldn't even be DC if I wanted to because DC's already three of me. <laughs> you know? like, These DC weight jokes are fantastic. <laughs> I'm the only one who could do it. I know. I know. But we I'm the only it. one who could eat in one bite. That's yeah. a weird thing. Oh, and when you made that comment to Kenny in the ring, has he got back to you since? Oh, yeah. You know, I like Kenny. I don't want to bash the guy. Uh, that was a joke, and it just yeah. blew up because I'm. You could tell it was a joke. It was, but he was pretty mad at me. He said I had no class. He texted me and said, "You have no class." I thought you did, oh. but you don't. And I was oh. just like, "Oh, that oh. hurt my heart, oh. Kenny." Yeah, I was just playing, it. man. If we were in a room and I said it, you'd laugh at me and you know make fun of my you know bad socks or something. But I guess on a national stage, it kind of has a little bit more. Well, to you're it. right. It did take kind of a life of its own, and that's the only reason he got upset because. Because everyone was talking about but it. But it was funny. It was funny. It was. <laughs> In the moment that you thought of it, that you thought of it, it was after funny. winning a belt, that, that's what made <clears> it yeah. Well, I mean, he was the one guy who knows me in and out. This guy's worked with me as close as we are. He knows my mind. He knows my body. He knows how bad I want. He knows more than anybody yeah. behind the scenes and in the scenes. And he kind of picked against me. So me being uh, the competitive guy that I am with the competitive nature I have and, you know, I think I could do his job a little bit better. I wanted to say something. Yeah. And you're in the moment, you know, and you're full of adrenaline and it happens. Yeah. And I, I mean, forgive it. me. I got punched in the head a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, shove a microphone and, and a camera in my face after any, or anybody yeah. for that matter. Let's hear what they have to say. You'll be okay. We'll talk to him. <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't say I broke my back spinal. <laughs> you know, it could be yeah. that. I mean, yeah. like Tyson did that one time and it was, that's a vine still to this day that was classic. Uh, Dominic Cruz, thank you this so much. Awesome. The champion. I'm so uh, proud of you, man. Thanks, thank everyone, you guys. for uh, listening. Ben, thanks for the camera. Mike, thanks for whatever you do. Uh, Patrick, thanks for showing up. And All Jim, the drops. as always. Jimmy, the best. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is the end of the podcast, so all you can get out of here.